0: I've chosen to talk about the real estate market because of some things I'm seeing happening right in my community. Uh, that I think is going to present a tremendous investment opportunity for those who recognize what it is and those who know how to react to it, and that is to get into the rental real estate business. The The, the market has changed dramatically, and I don't think a lot of people really understand what is happening. I've watched some other YouTube videos, and uh, most of them are predicting a crash as a result of... Uh, increasing interest rates. One gentleman even thinks that it's going to explode to the negative side because of war. Yeah, he believes that uh, we're in a position, and he might be right, but I really don't believe so, that we're going into World War III as a result of um, either what China is doing or what Russia is doing. I don't think that's going to happen, and I don't really think it's something that should be made as a criteria for getting involved in real estate because I think real estate is going to present you and I an opportunity that we have not seen before. And uh, because there's going to be a change in the way that the public thinks about real estate. So that's what I wanna talk about this in this video. And I want to look at the current situation and the things that have happened in the last two years that have altered that situation and where I think we're going from there and how I think you as an investor have a very unique opportunity to change the the net worth or your net worth in the future by taking advantage of this change that is happening. So stick with me. And um, this is not financial advice, but then you knew that. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. So let's talk first about the state of the uh, real estate market, and I want you to look at this this chart here. And what it's showing you is the increase in the price of homes since 2020 um, to um, 2022. Or actually, I think it's this date is uh, June of 20 uh 21 and you can see the average price of the home has gone up from 290,000 to 365,000 and that is a jump of 23% in a year and and it's it's continuing on that that route so we know the price of homes are going up. We know part of the reason they're going up is that the cost of materials are going up. Uh, we also know that there's a scarcity of homes. I look in my community and I look in a three mile radius and I live in a community of baby boomers, uh, in homes that range in price from probably 450 up to a million, uh, dollars. And there are no homes for sale. I don't remember this being the case in probably seven years. Okay? So there's something going on. There's a change. And I think we need to understand it. Then I want you to look at this chart or this graph, and this is um, interest rates and um what current interest rates are or were and what they are now. And it's showing you. In March of 2020, uh, interest rates were 3.45%. In July of 2021, they were at 287 And I will add to that, that today they are at 4.431%. Uh, and with the projected increases in um, the Fed rate, you can expect them by the end of the year or at least this time next year to go to 5.431%. So what does that mean? Um, so what I wanted to do was look at a a $200,000 mortgage and say, okay, at these different interest rates, what what is the monthly payment and what can we draw from this? So at 3.45, the interest payment on a $200,000 mortgage was $572.13. Um, at it then, as I said, came down to 2.87. So the mortgage payment dropped from 572 to 475.94, um, almost a $100 per month drop. That's meaningful, but now it's up to four point four three, and that that payment is now four hundred and seven four hundred and seventy-five dollar payment at two point eight seven is now seven hundred and thirty-seven dollars. So that's a substantial increase. Would that cause people to not buy a home by 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 virtue of their payment going up from uh well uh, today it would be at 572 and now it's 737 so that's about $170 is that right $170 uh a month that will stop people from buying houses now if we project it out to what i think it's going to be this time next year at 5 the interest rate at 5.431 that payment's now going to be nine hundred dollars and sixty-four cents a month. That's a substantial increase. Uh, it's an increase um, of that is going to cause people to stop buying homes. So, what can we learn from that? Is does that mean there is a real estate crash? Does that mean there's a real estate bubble? what exactly can we learn from it and how can we profit from it well let's look back a little bit further and understand what actually happened as we as as we went through the subprime crisis and as it first occurred we all knew that people were losing their jobs they were losing their income They were not able to make their mortgage payments. They were going to be evicted. And then we were introduced to to a word called forbearance. And that was that a law was passed that said, you can't put them out. And there was actually dates attached to it and saying, you can't put them out at this date. Now, to compensate for that, and to make that work, the federal government cranked up the printing press and sent money to the banks to keep them solvent, even though they weren't getting their mortgage payments. They also sent money to the, the, uh, individuals who couldn't make the payments to keep them afloat. And we did not have the foreclosures that we had anticipated. Now, what you got to know is at the same time this was evolving, there was a flood of money that was coming together in anticipation of those foreclosures. There were businesses created for the f- full purpose of taking advantage of this opportunity, particularly in countries that had um, uh, not real stable currency. They saw an opportunity. We're going to run in when the banks foreclose and we're going to buy up these foreclosures and turn them into rental property. Now, you've got to understand the housing business. It's one thing to build a home and sell it to me and then I pay you a sum of money and you make a profit and then you have to go net, make, build another home to continuing to continue that in, uh, income stream. If, on the other hand, you can build a home and lease it to me and have the ability to increase my lease payment over the span of whatever time, you now have a continuing flow of income and the ability to increase that uh, amount of income on a regular basis so it's it's kind of like uh, I'd much rather rent you something than sell it to you because it's a continuing source of income, much as the digital economy. That's what's beautiful about the digital economy. I can make this video and Google will pay me for not just for giving them the video. No, they'll pay me so much forever for how many people view it. That's a much better deal than them giving me $200 and saying, thank you, Carrie, for the video. We will now use it forever no I, you just pay me uh two cents of of you forever, and i'll deal I'll deal with that well, that's what's happening to the housing market. These investors are now gathering to make sure that they're going to have the homes that the millennials want and for all can't get, as I'll explain here to you in a second, to create an onflow of income. So that's what's happening. Um, as I say, if I build you a home, I have a one-time source of income. If I rent you a home, I have a continuing source of income at a continually increasing rate of uh, return. Now, the other thing you got to understand that's playing into this is, uh, we, we've always said that the, there's three elements of, of real estate, and that's location, location, and location. Well, I would add to that supply and demand. So we, we had depended on, the millennials had depended on, on the, the baby boomers to create the supply for their demand but the the reality is because the baby boomers are living longer and refusing to move out of their homes, they uh aren't selling their homes, and thus there is a decreased supply as the millennials are demanding and so we have an imbalance there uh so that is the reason that the price of homes have gone up, and to the millennials favor the pandemic pushed interest rates down to ridiculous rates as i had told you they had gotten down to what was it uh 2.87% i just when i was a millennial or of that age nita and i bought our first house for 14% interest rate somehow we did it and we got it done because the people in the know, my parents, my father, told me, carry interest rates will never be lower than 14%. They always go up. Well, they don't, Dad. <laughs> but nonetheless, that's the change that is occurring, and thus we are seeing increasing rates, interest rates, and thus we are seeing a, um, not it's not a bubble. Trust me, the millennials are not going anywhere. We're seeing a change. I want to show you what's happening in my community because I think if you'll look in your community, you'll find the same thing is happening. Uh, this, this is what's happening uh, three miles down the street from me. Now, understand, I live in Mountain Brook. Mountain Brook is the most expensive community in the state of Alabama. Homes are high, property taxes are high, schools are good, we have the good life here in Alabama. But the the fact is, right down the street, there in, in in the next community of Irondale, there used to be six houses there. Let me take you and show you. This is a piece of land that sits about three miles from my home. Six months ago, there were about five homes here. They're gone. This is going to be a shopping center with a public supermarket and a number of stores. It's very conveniently located to major highways. Now, just across the street from it is another piece of land that is being excavated, and it's going to put up leased homes. This is going to be, no, not individual homes. Those roofs that you see down there all appeared in the last eight years, and they are individual residents dentures that are Uh, purchased. These homes will be leased. That's right. These are the people who expected to come in and buy up foreclosures. And now that is not available because of forbearance. And now they're building individual homes, which they can lease to the individuals who are now looking for homes and they're being priced out. This community is immense. I'm guessing there's going to be 1,200 homes in here. And this is where the real estate market is going and this is what you need to get involved in. So the question, um, and and, I guarantee you, this is happening in your neighborhood too. The big money is coming in and saying, we aren't going to build homes and sell them to you. We're going to build homes and we're going to rent them to you. Now, who are they going to rent them to? Well, they're going to rent them to the millennials who wanted to buy a house but can't afford it. Uh, because they can't come up with a down payment and they can't come up with the, the monthly payment because of the inter- higher interest rates. They are also building those homes, those those smaller rental homes for the baby boomers who say, okay, I give up. I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and sell my home. And I want something that is modern and it's convenient and it's, it's, it's just, it's perfect for two people. And it's close to our shopping centers and it's close to the grocery store and, and it's close to the airport and everything's convenient. And we can live out the rest of our life here and bank potentially, uh, our, when we sell our house, bank, the the, the uh, profits that we made, and then just rent for the rest of our life or until we go into the nursing home. And, 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 the, and you're going to have this com- massive community, as I said, of about 1,200 homes uh, that are going to fit that fill that demand. So if we know that's what's going to happen, how can we take advantage of it? We're investors. We're individuals that say, uh I I see the change, much as I've talked about the change in the stock market and, and biotech and supply chain and 3D printing, but the real estate market is changing too. So how do we take advantage of it? Well well, what I want to do is teach you what I've learned about real estate and particularly rental real estate. Neither and I bought our first piece of rental real estate. And I believe I graduated in 66. Uh, we got married in 66. We lived in an apartment for about a year. So it was at about 67 or 68. We bought a house in Muncie, Indiana, adjacent to Ball State University. Uh, we, we It was a two-story home, um, a kitchen, a dining room, Uh, a living room and a a closed-in porch and a bathroom on the first floor and three bedrooms upstairs. What we did was close off that staircase going upstairs, turn the staircase to the outside, and we rented the upstairs to students. We lived in that house free. Because the students, even at fourteen percent interest rates, the students made the rental payments or or made their rental payments, which played paid our mortgage plus bought our groceries. That was my first experience in rental real estate. So that's that's my my uh, reference point. So at this point, I I want, but what I've learned. Is you've got to have a formula, a, a, a pl- plug and play and say, this is the interest rate. This is what I can buy the house for. This is what I can rent it for. And all, the, all that information is available. Um, and is this a good property? Will it, will it achieve my objective? Whether my objective is cash flow, whether my objective is to build net worth, or whether it, my objective is to decrease my income taxes. Whichever, this form, and let me show you the form that I use and how I use it. If you're going to get involved in the residential real estate rental business, you've got to have a formula. You've got to know how to identify a house that is right and will work for rental real estate. This is a form that I've put together to help me analyze homes as I find them. This is a home just down the street from that development that I showed you within probably a mile and a half and it's up for sale right now at $199. And what I want to show you here is how I can analyze that and say if th- is this a good property for me. First of all, I got to know what the current uh, Interest rate is, and it's 4.43%. The market price of the house is 199,000. I would offer them 189. I haven't gone through it yet, but that's what I see uh, from the what I find on Zillow. I'd give them a down payment of 100 or of $20,000. Uh, based on what my analysis and what I find that properties are renting for, and to put me in a position to be very attractive um, compared to the uh, the uh, rental units that are being built that I just showed you, I can rent this for uh, $1,750. That's going to generate me $21,000 on an annual basis. I then come down here, and that's going to give me a cash flow, a positive cash flow of uh, $5,000. $1400 a year it's going to save me uh, on my taxes about 3000 uh, Five hundred dollars a year, so that gives me a cap rate of about ten percent. This, and I'll go through this in the course that I'm building in extensive uh, detail, so that you understand exactly what it's going to cost. Are you to find out what a increase or a decrease in interest rates are, all you got to do is change that number, and all of these numbers change. This gives you the amount of interest you're going to pay on a year. That's what you're going to deduct from your income tax. This gives you how much you you paid down the principal. And as you see, it just mounts. And the the cool part of this is after 36 years uh, or 30 years of mortgage, you have paid down the principal. You owe nothing on the house. And uh, you, the house is now having probably appreciated at 9% a year a big part of your net worth. All you have to do is do this over and over again. And once, since you know what is happening in the real estate market and how it's changing and how interest rates are going to affect it, you can become a real estate rental baron. So what I'm planning to do, because I recognize this as an opportunity for us as investors, is I want to create a real estate course. And I'm starting to put those videos together. I'm I'm working with with a gentleman who is a noted guru in the rental real estate business. And he and I are working together to put this class together. And we believe we can launch it on April the 1st. What I'd like to do, though, is to give you a head start. And I'd like you to have access to this spreadsheet that I just showed you. And what I'm going to ask you to do is go down into the description and look for the real estate analysis uh, spreadsheet and give me your email address and I'll give you a link so that you can download it and you can take a look at it. And that'll give you a a, a a head start on anybody else so that you can go and look in your community and look and see if you're seeing what I'm seeing going on with somebody's clearing a massive piece of land and they're going to create this rental property, not for, for sale property. That was eight years ago. They were building the houses to sell young people and retiring people. Now we're going to rent. Much as you're, if, if you have paid attention, it you aren't going to need a two car garage because you're going to rent the car on an hourly basis in the future. Well, in this case, to 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 offer mobility, to offer. Um, affordability, housing is going to be a rental commodity, particularly for those on either end of the buying spectrum. The young people who can't afford the big down payment or the monthly payment and the retired people who want to downsize, be close to everything that they need, and have the comfort of a modern home. That's, what's, that's the change. And that's what's crazy is I don't think anybody else has figured this out. And I got to be fair. I didn't really figure it out. And and I drove down the road and I said, look, they're they're clearing all that land and they're going to put a Publix there and they're going to put a shopping center there. That's cool. What are they doing across the street? Oh, they're going to build townhouses. They're going to to build more of those uh, zero lot line houses that they've been building down there for the next eight years. And we drove up there and they said, no, no, go to... What is it? Lease something, leasehighlands.com. And I went and looked at it, and sure enough, they aren't gonna sell those houses to me. They're gonna lease them because that because the big money wants to get in the real estate leasing business, and they don't want to own high-rise apartment buildings, they want to own smaller homes in a condensed community that are modern in in the ad they say these are smart homes so you're going to get that house and it's going to have everything that is technologically available okay that's what we got to put in our rental house because what we want to do is offer them Offer the renter what these people can't offer. And that's a yard, and that's a more spread out home, and that's a feeling of neighborhood, not not feeling of an egg in an egg garden. Because there's going to be one thousand two hundred eggs over there in what I would guess is something like a oh I don't know, a twenty-acre egg garden. All right. All we've got to do is follow the big money, understand the change and adapt our opportunity to it. This is exciting. I, I, I like that I'm not talking about stocks today. Talk to you again tomorrow.